0: Shemai. Over the last few weeks, we've been journeying through a passage in the Bible known as the Beatitudes. It's found in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1 to 12. And in these verses, Jesus is giving instructions on how his followers are to live. Let me read these verses to you now. Now when he saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, They persecuted the prophets who were before you. You know, so many people regard this passage as a wonderful group of teachings of how we should all treat each other. We all accept, I think, that helping those who are being left out in society, the insignificant ones, the the poorest, the weakest, those who can't speak up for themselves is a really good way to live. But you also know that we could only accept these principles now as being good and being right because of one person, that's Jesus Christ, and because of those who took on board his teachings and decided that they would live the way that he lived. Yes, I know many bad things have been done in the name of Christianity and the Christian religion, but the followers of Jesus who have sought to truly live the way that he laid out in Matthew chapter 5, and how he lived, they have had an enormous influence on our society over the last 2,000 years. They were able to change society for the better because they obediently followed the way of life that Jesus gave them. As I said, most people who have heard of this passage regard it as a wonderful message and teaching of how we should treat other people. They probably look upon Jesus as as a good teacher. Kind, gentle, meek, mild, perhaps a bit idealistic maybe, but harmless enough. A kind guy with kind ideas. But you know, Jesus wasn't crucified because he was a nice, kind guy. He was executed because he was seen as being a troublemaker. He posed a danger to the system, to the establishment, to the elite. And it was this that caused the establishment at the time to decide that they needed to get rid of him, to get rid of his followers and to get rid of his teachings. I want us now to concentrate today on the last two verses of the passage that I've just read. Guys, you need to be aware that as long as you keep your head down, as long as you fit in, as long as you don't question or challenge or seek to change the world around you, you'll be seen, like many people view Jesus today, as harmless and you'll generally be left alone. Left alone by those who want to keep the status quo. But then again, you need to know this, you'll never become the man that God intended you to be or to fulfill the mission that he planned for your life if you just stay with the crowd. You are called to stand out. These last two verses in the Amplified Bible go like this. Blessed are those who are persecuted for doing that which is morally right, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and falsely say all kinds of evil things against you because of your association with me. Persecution. You don't often get told this when a preacher asks you, to put your hand up, to bow your head and put your hand up if you want to give your life to Jesus. But Jesus puts this up front in his call to people to follow him. He says you need to know that there will be a cost to pay for following him, for becoming a disciple. Yes, it is the best thing you can do with your life, but there will be a cost if you're serious about it. Jesus said that we need to know what We are getting ourselves into. He said these words. If the world hates you, and it does, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you belong to the world, the world would love you as its own and would treat you with affection. But you're not of the world. You are no longer belonging to it. But I have chosen you out of the world. And because of this, the world hates you. Remember that I told you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But they will do all these hurtful things to you for my name's sake, because you bear my name and are identified with me. Persecution. Because you do and stand for the same things that Jesus says and does. Persecution because you call yourself a Christian. This is what we can expect, Jesus says, if we are to be real followers of him. Across the world now, followers of Jesus are being severely persecuted for living the Jesus way. And it's risen sharply in recent years. It's worse now than ever. It's worse now than it was in the days of the early church in many countries. Almost 340 million christians and that's an underestimate i think 340 million christians around the world or one out of every eight live in a country where they suffer some form of persecution because they follow jesus whether it's arbitrary arrest violence a form of you know a full range of human rights violation and even murder Christians are being murdered every day in many different countries around the world because they profess faith in Jesus Christ and they're trying to live their lives as he taught them and as he demonstrated. It's estimated that every year an astonishing 160,000 people worldwide are being killed for being Christians. You know, here in the UK, Christians are not often killed for their faith, but Over the last 60 to 70 years, things have changed dramatically. Where once the Bible and the teachings of Jesus were regarded as the foundation of Western civilization. And the Christian faith was respected. Even if people didn't actively follow it, they respected it. But now if you put your head above the parapet. If you voice concern as a follower of Jesus about the way the poor are being treated. The care of the homeless the treatment of refugees and asylum seekers, the protection of the unborn child. You were told to keep your nose out of affairs that don't concern you. You were even looked upon as being a bigot for upholding the clear traditional teachings of the Bible. You know, this is the kind of of a treatment that we can expect at the current time, perhaps. But things might be very different in the years to come. And maybe, let's just think of this a minute. Maybe we don't face the persecution other Christians are facing around the world because we are too timid. We are too quiet. I wonder how much more persecution we would experience if we were more upfront. I wonder too how vocal or active we would be if the pressure really was upped. Guys, that's a challenge for you and it's a challenge for me. And for all of us who seek to follow the way of Jesus, we're called to be salt and light, a city on a hill, to stand out and point the way that Jesus lived. Point the way of Jesus. We are to expect that this way will not be popular. It may well lead to persecution of some sort. But at the same time, at the same time as Jesus tells us, we should be glad and joyful. For God is there with us through whatever we might face. And our reward in heaven, it's going to be awesome. Men, this is the way. If you'd like to know more about living this way, you can contact me here at gareth.pope at cvm.org.uk. Thank you for listening.